Welcome everybody to Winning Sunday here in Chiefs Kingdom. You are here with JP and Caleb on Chiefs Focus First and Ten. How are you hey, doing, man? I'm good, man. I am good. How are you? Man, I'm so happy the Chiefs beat the Jets. They covered, well, actually, they got right under the spread, but they have played a fantastic game. So I'm very happy that they kicked the crap out of them. Man, I uh, didn't get the first half of the game. We were kind of blocked out, and then I finally found the second half. But I did see some highlights. And, uh, I mean, you were, you know, you got most of the, uh, you got all the games. So. Mm-hmm. Give me some first. Uh, give me some first half uh, news and highlights because I love to hear it. Well, man, um, as expected, our offense came out strong. I mean, they were hitting on all cylinders. Uh, first drive, sorry, first drive of the game, the Chiefs went about 80 yards. Touchdown to McCole Harmon, just a, a forward pass, 30 yards out of the backfield. Then the defense held the Jets to three points, two, conses- two consecutive drives, and then Mahomes just finds Tyree Kill. I don't know if it's basically a post. Hits him for like a 30-yard touchdown. Then we're up 14-6. And then the defense kind of faltered. But then the offense was able to pick up momentum towards the end of the half and was able to do a subtle pass to Kelsey. So, I mean, basically at the end of the first half was 21-9. So, I was like, they're playing really well. The defense allowed three field goals, which was a little concerning. But, look, they didn't allow any touchdowns, which was more important. I mean, Tyler Matthews are good. No, look. The defense right now is ranked 18th overall. Mm-hmm. They're ranked, I think, if I'm not mistaken, after this game, the, it'll move up. But I want to say they're ranked um, fifth in scoring. No, they're ranked second in scoring now. And by the way, for everybody that wants to keep slamming this defense, they have scored 60 points off of turnovers this season alone. That's more than they scored the entire year last year off of turnovers. The defense have got, has gotten so much better, so much better, that people aren't seeing what they're actually doing. Yeah, we had one rough patch with the Raiders, but this de- and that's the only reason why we're ranked 18th right now. The only reason why we're ranked 18th because yeah, we allowed 40, 40 points in that game. Down. Yeah, that's it. So everybody needs to get off this defense and also get off at Charvarius Ward. He had a hell of a game. He, did, he I watched pretty the second good. half. He played he pretty did. good. He had issues here and there, but for the most part, he had a pretty good game. I mean, I mean, no different from your other player. I mean, Chris Jones played really well. Uh, one player that stopped him on the defense was Tyron Matthew. He was playing like a man out of his mind. I mean, he really didn't have an interception. He came so close so many times, but he had a bunch of bad passes. I mean, he had some. He actually. Caught the just defender out of a jet sweep from the backfield. He was the first one back here and threw the guy backwards. So, I mean, it was just a performance by the defense. Just they gave up those three field goals. And at times, during the first half, it was spotty. But overall, they played really well. And the one thing I was just so frustrated with is that Willie Gay didn't even start the game. Neiman was in there most of it. And I thought that was interesting. So, I mean... It well, is a lot of times, these, these coaches, they'll see matchups that they may think you know, a player, a certain player is going to be well at. And, and one thing that I can say is that we do, and we have had this kind of a trend and it's been going on for a while that we kind of play down to our opponent yep, when it comes wrong. to the defense. And I think even playing down to our opponent, we still did a hell of a job today. I mean, the defense was a Frank, I mean, and Dirty Dan, again, yep. Dirty Dan's name in the highlight reel, you know, forcing a fumble, boom, 
you know, there's Dirty Dan back in his element where he should have been. He's a free agent next year, man. Scares the shit out of me to think about it. To be they honest, need to resign him. They need they to resign to. the man. They need not to. a four-year, sixteen million, but something I don't know, something that's more favorable to the team because I mean he is just—he's well, a vital. I tell you now, he would probably restructure and stay with this team before nice. he goes anywhere else. I agree. That's a hundred percent my opinion, and I—I don't see him doing going anywhere. I think the Chiefs will resign him. He's played in almost well. He's played in every game. He's done well in every single game. His whole game, as a his game as a hold, has turned around since Spags has come in. And yeah, he's played a lot better under Spags than he ever had under Sutton. I mean, oh, yeah, he had those flashes with Sutton, but Spags knows how to use them. Oh, but that's exactly it. I mean, you got to know how to use these players, and if you don't, you're not going to get the production out of them. Yep, and everybody's right. going to think they, they suck. They don't suck. It's just like everybody said, oh, well, the Jets, the Jets, like you said last week, and like we said on our crossover show, the Jets are an NFL team. Any given Sunday, somebody can win a game. Now, granted, it is, it would be like (laughs) a one percentile that they would have beaten us today, but, or even come close. But in the same aspect, there's always that chance. So people have to realize that we, we have to keep our foot on the gas the rest of the season, period. It just no, I, well, that's what I was worried about because I thought Andy <laughs> was going to take the was taking their foot off the gas, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? But I mean, they they were able to stop him. But I just feel bad for Darnold. And as the guy on the crossover show, I think his name was Ryan or Michael. I forgot his name. Sorry Ryan. about that, man. But he Ryan. said, yeah, Ryan. He said their Adam Gates had no um. How do I say? He had no umph. He had no like. Okay, come on, guys. Like he didn't even at least do what the Jason Jason Garrett does is clap. I mean, he on this game he was still on the sidelines with no emotion whatsoever. And I was like, for Sam Darnold to deal with that, man, he gonna have a rough time if he can't. They don't get a good coach, or he needs to be traded to an organization like the Colts where they're gonna actually gonna take care of him because his prime, well, his the good years that's coming ahead is gonna not work out for him. I'm no, worried about his not. future. Me too, and and it sucks for him because you see he is a good quarterback and he's he's got great potential and and I don't think to be honest with you, uh, Case is gone. I I don't see him lasting past today. Yeah, they I may just launch him today. Yeah, he, they may launch him after today. I know that's probably why he has zero like feeling for the game right now. It's like he didn't as they were losing. He didn't even when I was looking. He didn't even show emotion. Well, it like. There was like a four for one in the Jets territory, and I understand they didn't go for it because it's all because it was on their like twenty or twenty five yard line. But I'm like, you guys are running pretty good run run your run our run defense wasn't working really great today. They probably would have got that yard. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I think he's he's done. He didn't really care at that point. Just get through the game. We didn't allow that many run yards today. Rushing yards though, I mean, it didn't. It was under a hundred. Yeah, I think it was like eight, four yards or something mm-hmm. like that. Maybe less. Um, uh, all I know is, is Mahomes. You know, I mean, the guy, five touchdowns. His passer rating is just about perfect at 144.5. Uh, 416 yards. Uh, granted, I understand it's against the Jets. But honestly, he could do that against anybody. He did it against anybody last year and the year yeah. before. And that's his fourth I think it's his fourth 400-yard game. So, 400-plus-yard game, I should say. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's a damn near 
perfect passer rating. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, well, one mean? thing that so, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just no. To I me, was just I, gonna, they did great. So. Yeah, I, only I'll say one thing I thought was concerning is Le'Veon just wasn't in the groove today. It just felt like when he was trying to run slow behind those tackles we have, it wasn't working out for him. I, that's one thing I noticed. Well, um, they're going to have to spread him out as in a wide receiver stance if they want him to succeed a little bit more or do, you know, something because in that in that realm I should say because right now. Our offensive line is not set up for a patient runner. They're set up for somebody that can just break away and go. That's and what I was thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Our I mean, offensive line is just not mm-hmm. set up that way right now. So yeah, I mean, he was happy for like they were winning and stuff, but I was like, I expected him like to have a little bit more umph. But hey, I understand that stuff's gonna happen. Um, what can we do at the end of the day? He'll I'm have his game soon. They'll figure it yeah. out. I mean, we're halfway through the season. Seven yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, right now, I think the Chiefs, the win percent, they have a, they said something like, they have like one of the best chances to, this they have one of the easiest schedules for the rest of the season with a point three seven nine. So, yeah. So, I mean, they have a really good shot. So, I mean, it's just going to be interesting how they use them in the future. But yeah, Clyde looked they, really good. He Clyde always looked good. good. That, yeah, that so. kid always looks good. He's just an animal, man. I mean, I don't know what else to say. He's a freaking animal. The guy, I am so happy we grabbed him when we did. He has made such a huge difference in um, in this in this offense, and it's amazing as a rookie what he's done. Um, I gotta fix something on my Twitter account. I accident. I guess I hit the wrong number. I, I hit eight and one. It's actually seven and one. <laughs> no, but, I, um, I, man, it feels like eight wins the way we even run through these teams. Yeah, like eight and zero. Oh, but hey, it is what it is, man. This, we're learning, so yeah. we're have these losses now than in yep. the playoffs. That's one thing I've always have said. Rather have well, losses. Yeah. I tell you what, you know, right now we have with our schedule go- going forward. You know, we're eight games in, so with our schedule going forward, we can easily, if we do it right and we continue to play the way we're playing, we will go fifteen and one. Hey man, it's a really good shot. I think we might lose one game in that span. Um. Uh, that Saints game is gonna be a little shaky, but that uh, game against the Buccaneers, man. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. That's gonna be a toss-up game for me. I think that's gonna be depending on how our defense can go, uh, play against Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, um, and all other receivers they have. It's gonna be a test for our defense. Well, so, let's see who's actually gonna be on the field for the Bucks come Week 13. True, true. You got a point there. Because they know, have a lot I of mean, injuries at the receiver position. They really do, and Mike Evans is injury-prone more than Sammy Watkins, really. Mm-hmm. And as far as Antonio Brown, who knows what the hell he's going to do. We well, still don't saying, have a clue. They're saying he came in there looking really, really good. They were surprised. Well, looking good and mentally being good are two different things. And that's where I'm more concerned with his mental stability than I am his physical stability. He's physically in great condition. Mentally, he's not. He hasn't been. For two years, so I, that's what I'm more concerned with. With him, I guess it's not so. I guess it is a concern. I mean, it's a concern because we don't know what you know. Nobody knows how he's going to end up acting during this whole process. You know, if he does, he's very um, egotistical, and he wants the ball in his hands on every play. And if he doesn't get it, he's, he gets upset. And we can't, you know, well, nobody Arians, can have that. Arian said, if you don't work with us, you're done. I mean, he basically, that's like the one strike rule in him. So, I mean, but you never know. 
They, a lot of stuff Arians didn't want him anyway. That was all yeah, Brady. So. That, that, yeah, you're true. Uh, Brady wanted control of the um, offense and have say into the roster. So, but look, they're have a lot of one year deal players. So we'll see how they do. But man, what was your favorite play of the game? I know you didn't see a lot of it, but what was like, probably your favorite play that you saw? <laughs> I got to be honest. I like Mahomes carrying Tyree Kill after that touchdown, <laughs> that piggyback hey, ride. <laughs> That was a good. I think that was actually a good play. My favorite, I have to say, would be whenever Dark Dirty Dan forced that fumble. I mean, he came in like a That's missile, funny. hit that with his shoulder, and that ball popped out. Yeah, so. that had to have been my favorite play. I think my most uh, the the most comical play was Mahomes carrying him off the field. Now let's give it up to Tony or to um, Travis Kelsey. Yes, okay. sir. He is now past Otis Taylor. Um fastest to his yardage percentage most 100 yard games second i should say next to tony gonzalez i think in my opinion and i know this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion i think he's actually better than tony gonzalez um explain okay gonzalez was the only weapon they had okay? okay when you look back at those years he was really the only weapon receiving weapon that they had. They didn't have a whole lot and they didn't have a quarterback that could spread the ball out like we have right now. So yeah, he's going to be in a position that he's so much, you know, at that time mm-hmm. he was the really the only wide receiver quote wide receiver that they had. So yeah, it was going to be easier for him. Kelsey is contending with nine other people that can actually receive a ball, if not more. Sure. And he still, right now, is going to have five 1,000-yard seasons in a row. Okay, there, there's no doubt about that. He's, I don't know how many touchdowns he's got now. I, I think, think he's up to seven. Four, no, it's not seven. I think it's right at five or six. Okay. Um. I just don't know how anybody in this league can say if another tight end came into our offense right now, maybe George Kittle would be the only one I could say would be able to do it and still have the percentages and the ranking that he has within our wide receiver tight end core and start and just continue to break record after record after record. And here's the thing. He's way younger than Gonzalez was when Gonzalez had that 110 yard. You know, he had 110 mm-hmm. uh, touchdowns in his career. Okay, he was 37 years old or 38 years old when he retired. Wow. And so you got to think about Travis just turned 30, or he is 30. 31, yeah, 30, 31, 30, 31. He's got so much more time to continue, and he's playing with the best offense in. The league. Yeah, they got all the players right now in their primes. I mean, yeah. all touching their primes. Exactly. And he's in his prime right now, which is crazy. It's crazy to think that a tight end that's already been in the league, the years that he's been in the league, is really just in his prime. Mm-hmm. And no, you're, right, you're not wrong. You know, he looks so much better this year physically. He's lost some weight. He's gained some muscle. He's determined. He just, I don't know, man. It's its scary to think about. You know, you had Tyreek with over 100 yards today, Travis with over 100 yards today. Everybody 
when you can when you got two or three people that are close to 100 yards in wide receiving or re- uh, reception yards and then a tight end that's right there as well mm-hmm. that's scary to think about you got three people on the on the team right now McCall Hartman I think he was at 89 or 90 yards yeah he was like four or five yards away I heard from getting yeah. his first 100 yard receiving game okay, which so I was 90- hoping he could get but it just yeah. didn't work out so yeah unfortunately. so okay so he's at say he's at 95 yards you got Travis Kelsey I think was 109 109 yards then you got uh, Tyreek that was over 100 yards three guys on our offense over 100 yards three different receivers basically that's insane you hardly ever hear that so I mean that is showing how historic our offense is though I mean people say well if my quarterback had the weapons they would be doing well yes he would be doing well but he wouldn't be putting up great or sorry we wouldn't be up putting high numbers the one thing when you see with this offense is historic because you have one of the best wide receivers, one of the best tight ends of this in this league, and you have all these other players that are just around them that are just as great. Yeah. Brett Beach was able to vi- build. Sorry, Brett Beach was able to build this group throughout the draft when he was a scout and as a GM. And I'm I can't wait, man. I mean, these next couple of years are about to be one probably some of the best we've ever seen. Now oh, there man. may be a time where maybe Sammy Watkins leaves in a year or two, and then. Let's say Robinson, but Veach already has players on the practice squad like Jody Fortson, who hasn't yeah. even touched the field yet, who could easily be a deep threat. Or sorry, can, who can easily be a red zone uh, deep threat. Yeah, I mean, just the possibilities are endless with that t- this team. So I mean, I'm not worried, but because Veach is able to find the players that we need to help build this team. And let me just go back: the Chiefs went to AC Championship game lost. That was on the back of Mahomes. Mahomes threw 5,097 5, yards, 50 touchdowns, 12 picks. And there was a couple games where he did not have a single touchdown pass. He had a couple runs, a couple games where he ran a touchdown. But, I mean, that just showed you how special he was. And yeah. I knew once we got a good defense, we were going to be okay. And then when you saw Tyrant, you come off the plane and sign up the Chiefs. Then they trade for playing Croc. I'm like, we have a new identity. It sucks yeah. to see players like Houston and Barry go, but it was for the betterment of the team at the end of the day. I mean, it, just it really was. I mean, it really was. And, you know, Eric Berry is enjoying his life, by the way. Everybody, I know you've asked and um, a few other people have asked about Eric Berry and what he's been doing. You know, he's just enjoying life. So um, I'll leave it at that at this point. But he's he's happy where he's at. Um, I don't blame him. He had a successful career. I want him to get a ring, but I don't know if that would ever happen. No, uh, my question, though, for you is say we have an issue at, um, how do I say this? We have an uh, injury a fatal injury at the safety position. Will they bring him in for a one-year deal, or do you think they just, they're just done? I got to be honest, man. I don't know if they would. I mean, of course, everybody would love to see it happen. I would just – I would probably say no because mm-hmm. he does have some injury-related issues that – you know, I know he's better, but he's not 100%. He hasn't played in a long time, and I just don't know if that would be an answer to anything – or a, a help, I guess it would it would benefit us in any way. Yes, it would benefit him if he wanted to play. Uh, I don't know if he wants to play anymore, to be honest. Um, I mean, it took I'm, a toll on his body. It did, and, and I'm leaning chemo. towards it, no from what I've been told. So I'm, I'm leaning towards he's content with where he's at. So. Yeah. Um, no, I hear you, man. It, it's sad. It's just the one thing. He's a great player, and I would love him to come back and play at least one more down with any team. He was a great. He did a lot for the Chiefs. I mean, those down years, 
I remember that 2010 season, he played lights out as a rookie. He played really well. But yeah, man, just going back to the game, the Chiefs are about to come up and play against the Panthers up next against yeah. Christian McCampton. I'm pretty sure he's going to be playing. What are your thoughts that go, go into that uh, game? They're going to have to, one thing that's going to have to happen when you're playing up against McCaffrey, you better hope your run game is there because your run D, I should say, because he's a beast. He's just a straight beast. And that, that defense is really going to have to, they, they got to this game right now and move forward and think about, okay, we're playing a tougher team that can put points on the board. So I think they're going to have to, granted, they're not great. I mean, they're not the greatest team, you know, in the NFL and, and they have their moments. I'll put it that way. Uh, but the Chiefs have to just keep their foot on the gas. They got to play every game like they're playing the best, the second best team in the NFL. I'll just so that would way. you say how they played the last couple of games? Do you think they were stepping on the gas? I mean, they won by they won thirty five to nine this game against the Jets, and then last week we won forty three to sixteen. Do you? Oh yeah, they're, they're, they like, that are good enough, or do you think they I need think to they... press the gas even more? Well, I got to tell you, the way our defense is playing. I would say that if they continue to, with that determination, that mindset, that they're doing just fine. They have stepped it up, it seems like, week after week, just kind of like they did last year. And they were, you know, we have had some injuries this year on defense. We, everybody knows, you know, we lost Ford for a little while. His hands still hurt. Um, Who, Ford? Yeah, I mean, not, um, I'm sorry, Ward. Um, oh, okay. I'm like, I don't think you saw the No, I don't know why Ford came out of my mouth. Um and we've got, um, you know, Frank Clark is still not 100%, no matter what anybody thinks. He, he's not 100% yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have to kind of keep our foot, you know, one step ahead of everybody. I agree. We, we have to stay one step ahead of everybody. The one thing that I don't want to see us do is I don't want to see us play down to another team's level anymore. I don't want us to downplay because we're playing a team that is 0-7, now 0-8. I don't want to do that. I want us to play like we're playing Tom Brady in 2012. Okay, I mean, playing New England in 2012, that team, 2013. I want us to play like we're playing the second-best team in the NFL on every game. And every game, every down, just continue to go and go and go. And our offense, honestly... Our offense has had our ups and downs this year. Um, I think you're going to see a lot more Le'Veon Bell going forward. I agree. And they're saving him for a reason, and he's got to get used to this playbook. And our offensive line has to get used to Le'Veon Bell. They have to block. Yeah, he's a slow runner. He's a different runner. He's a patient runner that waits for openings, and when he finds them, he bursts. But until then... I think the Chiefs need to use him more in a sweet position and, you know, uh, a wide receiver stance. Just get him out on the field more because that's just one more threat that we have that is not only one of the most prolific running backs that's played the game, but just another addition to an already explosive, scary offense. So if you can incorporate him in more in different positions they would just have a better shot and and more of a fear factor on a defensive stance from every other team 
That's just my opinion. No, I hear. I think he's the best. He's one of the best when he's in open space. If he the really Chiefs is. Can get him in open space. I mean, it's gonna work out for them in the end. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. can make guys miss. I mean, we saw against the Bron- Broncos, and he had two runs of 16 yards, just burst. Yeah. The yeah. holes are there. So I mean, hey, the opportunity is gonna come. We're gonna need. The thing though is. Our offense is a block because we're going to need him in these cold weather games if Mahomes in the office isn't really thrown. And he's really, you know, I mean, he's, you know, granted, he's used to cold weather games. Hell, he played in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. So um, he knows how to play in the weather, in the elements. And I really think we've got, I, I do think there's going to be some moves on our part during this, in the next couple of days. Um, oh, I, you say some I, moves? I, I think there's going to be some moves. I don't know how much if there, you know there may be one, but I'm kind of hearing some rumblings about maybe a move here and there. And if it happens, that's great. If they decide against it, that's great. You know, a lot of teams want more from us because of who we are than what we're willing to give, and that's why everybody flips out when Veach doesn't make a trade or doesn't make a move. I got DM today that we need to get rid of Ward. Why? No, I don't get that. He's not playing bad. No, he's not. The man has a broken hand. Give him some slack. He's not playing bad. He's he's contributed so much more with a broken hand than a couple of CBs we had two, three years ago with that were in perfect health. Well, you remember so, Orlando Skandrick? They good were God. And then who else do we have on the team? We had Orlando Skandrick. He played terrible. And then who was that guy who didn't even make it out of the training camp? He played with the Raiders. I forgot his name. Do you yeah, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I know exactly who you're talking about. He didn't make it out of the training camp. And then Orlando Skandrick wants to go on Ugly Spoon and stuff and start tra- tra- trash the defense. I'm like, man, you were part of the problem. If he would have caught that interception on Monday night against the Ravens, the Chiefs would have won. Well, who epic. else do we have? Somebody that went to Pittsburgh that had a real big mouth. Oh, oh um, I know exactly who you're talking about. The name. <laughs> um, oh, what was his name? Uh, Steven uh, Nelson. Steven yep. Nelson. He said the he, yeah, see, yeah, he does not like Kansas City whatsoever. He blocked us on Twitter, which is fine. I could honestly could care less. Yeah. But I mean Lock even too, I think. Hmm? I mean he does not like Kansas City after that the way how things ended, which I don't know what happened in the contract talks, but hey, I mean, we got better I think LeJerry Snead will be a better corner than him. I mean oh. Snead is playing out of his mind. I mean he's the, the, the okay, first of all, he's gonna be Lights out better. Lights out better than Steven Nelson. Nelson wanted more than what he deserved. Wait, like three times more what he, than what he deserved. Well, did he, he get like a three-year like, deal? Yeah, but he acted like he was this phenom that was going to light the NFL on fire. And so far... He got he, posterized by Gronk, I'm pretty sure, in the AC Championship game. Oh, yeah. I, it, I think it was him. It was. And so, not only that... Do you hear his name very much right now? No. Did you hear his name much last year? No. no. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, you always hear if you're if you, if anybody out there watches any type of you know NFL Network, you know Game Day, whatever it is, you'll they're always going to point out these players that have phenomenal games, or even if they are not having a phenomenal year, if they have one phenomenal game, they point that out. And I watch it all the time, and I've yet to hear his name. Yeah. I've heard Charvarius Ward's name numerous times with a broken hand out there playing very well. Yeah, I remember when, a pick with a broken hand too. It, he's that's a, he's exactly right. That's exactly right. And you know, th- going back when uh, Sneed 
fractured his collarbone and Ward came in, he had just about picked the ball and mm-hmm. was airborne with that. And, and it was with that broken hand that he broke that pass yep. up. You almost got a pick, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that just shows you the, the, the eliteness we have on this team. Oh, scary. I scary. mean, Veach in, in our um, Veach in our scouts, they're next level. They're our next level. Yeah. And how are. about uh, Tershawn Wharton today? Undrafted free agent out of Missouri S&T. What a pickup. What a find. When Veach finds people, he finds them. And that guy there is just another example of why Veach is Veach. Why he is the best scout GM in football. There is I, nobody, in my opinion, better than him. And I'd I say mean, that if he was with any other team. I mean, if you look at this guy, I mean, he's get, he's getting sacks. He's stuffing the run. I mean, he's just playing very well for his first year. And from a small school. So it's yeah. just pretty cool to see. I mean, it's just pretty cool to see it, to see it in the, the guys from the smart schools because it shows that they can compete too. Like you said, it's not always going to be the Heisman Trophy winner or best running back or best defense alignment out of, I don't know, Penn State or whatever. You can find good players at these D2 NAI schools. You can yeah, find look, them. They're there. Dream Hunt, Toledo. Yeah. Okay. I mean, all these guys. That conference. Exactly. So let's think about that just for a minute let's talk let's just hit on that just for a minute i've said this for years we said it on the show numerous times your 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 hardest hitting most determined guys in the league no matter what position it is are the guys that come out of late round or undrafted because they have something to prove that's all it is that that's just all there is to it and if you look at these guys that have come out even going back to tom brady 199th pick these guys are the ones that have, have, have something to prove, and they're humbled. The guys that come out in the first round, for the most part, are not humbled. They think they're going to just step into any NFL team and make a difference because that's what's embedded in their head, and their egos are very high. Well, the college and NFL game are, comp- are two completely different games. Totally different games. Two completely different games. I mean, yeah. you really can't run the read option in the NFL that effectively. The linebackers are just that much faster. Exactly. I mean, and I see the, the Ravens so do much it, faster. and they can do it somewhat effectively, but it's not going to be as great as you think it's going to be. Did the Pittsburgh win by four today? Yeah, Pittsburgh actually uh, won in a nail-biter. Lamar Jackson uh, fumbled on a fourth. He actually, Lamar, sorry, Lamar Jackson was fourth and three. He tried to run up the middle, got caught by the lineman, uh, uh, was next to the center. He tried to stretch out, fumbled the ball. The defense held Pittsburgh. Put a punt. Lamar Jackson took him down there, but his accuracy in the end didn't work out, and the Steelers won, and they're not undefeated on the season. Well, what did I say at the beginning of the season, bro? You said the Steelers are probably a team we're going to have to deal in the AC Championship game. Yep. And I'm, I'm still sticking by that. I got a feeling that they are going to go... Uh, they're not going to go undefeated, but they are going to be a team to be reckoned with. Now, granted... We are a totally different team that beat them two years ago. We're that you know we're oh, two both, years both better. Oh, teams are two years are completely different. They are. We we're we're two years climate. better. Yeah. yeah, and we're we're two years better, and I don't think they are. Their record do, is not indicative of an eight zero record, given some of the teams that they've had to play. Okay, they they've had a pretty soft first half of the year to some degree. The Ravens, to me, I don't think the Ravens are that much of a threat. I'm sorry, I don't. 
I agree. They 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 play well against really bad teams, and that's about it. But well, when it comes know. to teams that like us, look at what look what we did to them. Yeah, man, so, we, we made them look bad. Well, I thought it was funny when we when I'm just reference for you guys when JP and I went on the SGZ's podcast. Really, really great guy. He's a Ravens fan. But a JP gave a score prediction, and the Ravens fans were like, oh, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And look what happened. The Ravens yeah. got waxed. I mean, they yeah. got completely waxed. It, it was it was bad. So, I mean, that shows you it's like the Chiefs are just a different caliber. And um, one thing we never really talk about, I think we should give a small segment to them, is the special teams unit of the Chiefs. Dave oh, Toe is yeah. the best special teams coordinator in the NFL, hands down. He knows yeah. how to pick the right players. He does, man. And, I feel and he like knows how to produce. Yeah, he's, and I feel like that's the reason why some of the players that we have on this team haven't been cut because they're vital to our special team success. Key in point, Armani Watts block a field goal today at the end of the first half. He blocked the field goal. Yeah. McCall Harmon almost ran in for a touchdown. I mean, Armani Watts was a fourth-round pick, and he had a great first year with the Chiefs. About five games, and he got injured. After yeah. that, he's been playing, mainly playing special teams. He's playing really well. Dorno Daniel is great on punt returns. Oh, he's blocking. And then Pyron Pringle, he can, is so great at downing the ball and inside the five-yard line. And then Tommy Townsend. What was that all about, Bro, man? I was like, woo! That, t- that throw, dude. I mean, people were making jokes saying, oh, Trevor Lawrence is playing for the Chiefs for a couple weeks. That's why he's out. That, I yeah. mean, <laughs> it just, it's kind of crazy, though. The, the, Special teams we have, and then Townsend, man, I don't know if he's going to be better than Cole Kit was, but I think he has a good chance too because he's nailing those more of a booming leg, in my opinion. Yeah, he's he's nailing them. Kid can hit, man, he can kick that ball. And he was Uh, another undrafted player out of Florida. Did you see the pick that came across? It was a great pick, um, a picture of him actually throwing the ball. And it was so weird. It was almost like a Heisman stance. I mean, it was just the way he was standing when he threw that ball was, it was almost like a, I don't know how to explain it. It was a perfect, perfect picture of this guy throwing the ball. And it was, you know, it was just him, you know, raring up to pass. But it was just a cool pick to see because he looked almost like he should have been doing it. I mean, it was it was weird, but it was like, okay, did this guy play quarterback at some point or another? He might because, have. I mean, he played pretty uh, good. Guy, it was a, it was just the way he threw the ball, the stance, the way he planted his feet, everything, all of his motion was right. It was just crazy. It, it, it was pretty cool to see that picture. It was a really great picture. But anyway, um, that was amazing. I mean, it really was. You're gonna see Dorian O'Daniel. You're gonna see Byron Pringle, and you're gonna see Armani Watts a lot more. After it may not be so much this year, you are going to see them mixed in a lot in our offense. But you mark my words, next year you're going to see some some differences with those guys because Man, we're not going to have a couple of. I think to be honest, I'm not a hundred percent, but I got a weird feeling that Sammy may be gone after this year. Unfortunately, and, I kind of agree unless they work out some type of deal. Well, um, he's injured, and I don't know if he wants to. I mean, he was. You know, I don't know if he wants to continue. If they win a ring, I think they're going to. I don't know if he'll come back. Because he might that's retire. Two, he might retire. That's two Super Bowl rings. He doesn't have to destroy his body any more than he already has. And I don't blame the man one bit. And I he's don't. only like 28 or 29? 20, 
just tw- 28. He's 20, wow. you know, 29. I'm sorry. He's 29. And it feels like he's been in the league for 10 years almost, it feels like. It, well, it's that Buffalo stint killed him. You know, that, that I know was that. just horrible for him. Well, I'm and just saying it just feels like he's been in the league longer than his age. Which it is really does. Weird. It really does. I mean, you know, some, you know, you know I, to me, I feel that way sometimes about Lamar Jackson, though. Because I forget he started at 21 years old, mm-hmm. you know, or 22 or whatever it was. So, it's you know, he started a year because Mahomes was 23, so he was 22. And because he came out, you know, what I'm saying. So, it, it, it seems like he's been playing longer than he actually has. Oh, man. Right. I feel like we've been talking about him for years about no, he really needs to get better. He really needs to get better at passing. That's what it feels like. It feels like we've been talking about him for a long time about his mm-hmm. his passing abilities, which are lack thereof. So, I honestly, I've said it before and I'll say it again. He's a running back or a wide receiver to a degree that's playing quarterback. I he think is, he can play quarterback. His accuracy has to be fixed. I thought he fixed it this offseason, but it has to um, be. It's gonna be some work, and he's only 23. I mean, he has some still a couple years. Is it's just unfortunate just watching the game, playing, seeing him play against the Steelers. We were gonna bottom up pretty good, and he threw two picks and a pick six. I don't know, man. That loss really hurts so their chances of trying six, to secure a seat. Well, just so you know, if he threw two picks today, if I'm not mistaken, that means that he's thrown six picks against the Steelers alone in his career. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, they're always a top-notch defense, man. So yeah, it doesn't so, surprise me. It's you know, I I just don't have that kind of faith in him. Um, I I never have. I never thought he was another Mahomes. There's no rivalry there because they haven't beat us. Um, we have to look at going forward right now, and with what we have, what do we have? We got Carolina, then. Who do we have? I have Carolina? a schedule right here for you. We have Carolina, and after Carolina, the Chiefs will end up playing. I believe is the Raiders. I believe on a Sunday night. Let me see. Hold on, real quick. Yeah. So they play the Panthers next Sunday. Then they play Sunday night. Oh, I don't know. So we play the Panthers next Sunday. Then we have a week off. Oh, that's then, our bye week. That's, that's right. our bye week. Then we play the Raiders, I think, on Sunday night, it looks like. Okay. So, okay, that's then the we game. play the Buccaneers. Yeah. Um. So, we got Carolina, the Raiders, and Buccaneers with a bye week. So, yeah. we right win next Panthers, week. We have a bye. Yeah, we win next week. We got a bye. The Raiders were playing there or here. Yeah. We're going to go into their uh, death, quote unquote, Death Star. Yeah, and they—I don't know if they're going to have fans at that point. Um, well, it's not looking good. But no, going it's on not with, COVID, with everything so. that's going on. And it's really bad in Las Vegas right now. Uh, um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised, man. They're skewing a lot of the numbers um, purposely because they don't want people to stop coming here. But because, uh, of course, it's the most—you know—it's a tourist destination, and they want to make money. The money maker. It, but they, they got to realize that nobody is stupid enough to believe that we have only 68 or 78,000 cases in the whole state of Nevada over this whole entire period when some of the smaller cities and states in the country had more. I, you know, it would be impossible to believe. But I understand why they're doing it, but I can't stand the fact that they are. Um, I think it's unethical and wrong. 
there's too many people dying from this crap. No, I agree, but, um, it's going to be interesting these next couple of weeks with the NFL. Well, it's going to be interesting in the next couple of days, you know, to see what happens. And then I'd like to see if after this, after the third, I want to see how quickly a um, vaccine comes out and that that's actually effective. That won't kill somebody because it wasn't out on a trial for 10 years. So um, we'll see how that works out. But Yeah, man, I hear you. But uh, moving oh. forward, if oh sorry, I didn't interrupt you, man. But just moving oh. forward, if there's one player that the Chiefs are gonna trade for before the deadline on Tuesday, 3 p.m. CT time, 4 p.m. Eastern, who do you think the Chiefs could trade for? Man, there's a lot of options out there. Um, we've heard the rumblings about Stephon Gilmore, but that mm-hmm. didn't, you know. He didn't occur. play today. He didn't play he got today. Got a knee injury, they said. What's that? They said he had a knee injury. Oh, he had a knee injury? That's what they said. I don't know if it's a front for them just saying that, but he has a knee injury, apparently. Wow. Um, so. What? I mean, I don't know. He's, what is he, 30 years old now? Mm, 30. So, my opinion, um, he's not, I don't know what he's worth. Um, in fact, I don't think, I think um, Rent Do guy, <laughs> Tyran Matthew, Rent Do, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're oh, not God. wrong there. You're not wrong and there. And then Arrowhead Attic put out: um, Is there a better pair of safeties in in the NFL than Tyron Matthew and Juan Thornhill? And I love the fact that Tyron said this. He goes, "You got to add Dirty Dan. Do not forget him again, yeah. the landlord." Yeah. You know what? That is another mistake on Arrowhead Attic's part. They have to. All these outlets have to realize that just like we do. That and I'm not saying we're better than anybody. I'm just saying we look at all aspects of the game at Chiefs Focus. We see what other people do not see. And when you look at a guy like Dirty Dan that comes in and week after week is either just win a game, wins a game, does something for us every week, and he's so underrated and so underappreciated. It, it's it's irritating. Well, I think the last three games he's played, he's gotten a he's forced at least one turnover. So Bills gave me out a pick. Last week's gave me out a pick six, and he forced a turnover. So the sky's the limit for him. Um, he's changed so much with this new defensive scheme. Um, it's just incredible. And we, you know, you and I and Brandon. We look at things when we're watching playback and I watch coaches film and everything that goes on that other people may not look at. They look at, oh, well, you know, Ward gave up one. Okay, but, okay. or Dirty Dan didn't make a tackle. Okay, or he missed a so tackle. So did Bobby Wagner miss a tackle. Exactly. So did Sherman miss. I mean, these players aren't going to be lights out video game You're, style. Even that's exactly. not possible. They're not going to make every single tackle. They're not going to be, you know, their assignment may get blown here and there. There's things that are going to happen with all of these players. I mean, it's happened to Tyron Matthew. It's happened to everybody. It's happened to I mean, Thornhill. He missed two picks a day he wanted to have. Yeah, he and he picks. knows that. He yeah. knows it. And that's why he just said what he said. Dirty Dan has improved so much. And I know people are going to say, well, he's not even ranked top 50. I could give a rat's ass about <laughs> stats. I, mean, you're I don't not care wrong. about stats. Stats don't mean a whole lot to me, and they never have. I don't go off of stats to determine a player's worth or, or value and or, you know, anything else for that matter. 
what he does on the field and how he contributes, whether it be a big giant play or a tiny small play or whatever the case may be, he's out there and he's a factor that is helping us win games. And now his name is starting to get spread around a little bit more and all the let's get rid of Dirty Dan guys deleted those posts and that's, oh, Dirty Dan's yeah, the greatest. They're so sucking you know? out there, man, that don't like Demon, they don't like Dirty Dan. Well, you know what? He's so segment, unfortunately. Neiman is Neiman and... He's good in certain situations. He's a rover. He's good in certain areas. He's good in certain situations against certain teams. That's kind of true to almost everybody that plays the game. The difference is, is that Neiman's young. And, you know, you you can say that about even Tyron Matthew. Okay? There are teams that he doesn't play as well against. Now, he's playing above average compared to other safeties or most every other safety in the league. But the, he may not do as well against the Raiders as he does against, just say, the Ravens. Yeah. Okay? So that's true to any player that, that plays the game. It's, you know, you're it's no different than trends. People trend on certain things. And certain players are able to get their name out there quicker because they do things faster. And they're in a situation, one, they may be a little, their, their, their football IQ may be a little higher. Or at the time when they're young, they may have a little more athleticism at the time when they're young. So their name gets out there a little quicker. You're forgetting one factor. Exactly. No, you're forgetting so, one, JP. What's that? The market. The, market. the only reason why Casey, Kelsey was never considered great over Gronk is because... Gronk was in the East Coast market 100% near New York. One hundred. Someone made an argument a couple years ago: if Kelsey was on the Jets and doing what he was doing with the Chiefs, he would be considered one of the best. It's all yeah. about exposure. But I, honestly, I don't think Kelsey really cares because they're winning Super Bowl. They just won a Super Bowl. I mean, he's probably one of the best teams in this league's history. So it doesn't matter. And for all the haters, like, oh, Kelsey can't block. You know who I'm talking to. You know, I talked the other yeah. day. Kelsey can block. He's better than Kittle. I think it's just kind of comical how Kel Kel Kelsey couldn't get any recognition over Gronk, but oh, Kittle can have all his recognition over Kelsey. I'm like, that's not how it works. No. Who show up in the playoffs? Kittle did it. Exactly. Kelsey had four touchdowns. He had three in the AFC Championship game, a crucial fourth down catch on the Chiefs' first drive in the AFC Championship game, and then in the Super Bowl, he caught a touchdown to put the Chiefs within one possession. He caught the touchdown pass to make it 20-17. Yeah. So don't tell me. And Kittle was non-existent. He, he was non-existent that season. So Bowl. for me to continue to hear, oh, Kittle's better, that's not true. Kelsey's playing lights out. No one can tell me otherwise. And you know when you know what the excuse that I love more than anything? You the can excuse blow. that I love from other teams. Oh well, if we had those weapons. Wait a minute. First of all, that would make him even worse. If you guys had if, if San Francisco had the weapons that we had and had Patrick Mahomes, Kittle's numbers would be Way worse than they yeah. are right now. Kittle's because a prime target in that offense. They really that's don't have exactly anyone else. Right. Exactly I mean, kinda, right. The, the way I'm seeing it is, is this is kind of like the days where Alex Smith was our quarterback and he had a ceiling, of course. And Tyreek Hill would just learn the wide receiver position. Kelsey was basically kind of um, Alex Smith's main target. Yeah. And now there'd be games where he would go off, but there was games where like, no one really could do much because they were just having issues. Prime example, 2017 season. The Chiefs were 5-0 against the Steelers in Arrowhead. I remember this game because they lost by one possession because 
12 games, <laughs> the interception went through his hands, oh, and Antonio Brown ran for a touchdown. But, <laughs> but besides that, I mean, that just showed you, man, it's like basically how the basically how um, Pistons are able to stop him is they just put safety over the top. Yeah. And once you have a safety over the top, I mean, that stops Tyreek Hill and everything in the box underneath is going to have to work. And if, Mah- uh, and if Alex Smith can't make those reads, it's kind of a dicey game, and that's kind of what it ended up, end up happening. So, I mean, Bobo Holmes, a player who is very great, was can destroy a team like the Steelers. It's just all about matchups, and then the players you have and knowing, and knowing their strengths and weaknesses. That's, that's why exactly saw, right. That's why you see Patrick Mahomes today. He may be rolling out right, but can throw a pass to left because he see he has the football IQ to know what's going to happen. Not yeah. saying no against Alex Smith, but his he was kind of living in some areas. Yeah, he helped this team though, and he is forever thanking the Chiefs team for what he did because he brought that team out of a two and fourteen season and took us to the playoffs. I think four of his five years. So there's a lot going for this team, and especially to Alex. I mean, I hope he has a chance to perform well. In I do Washington. too. I agree. I hope he's able to play, and I hope he's able to play just as effective for them. And maybe this will give him, you know, some some boost because he's what is he now? Thirty five. Is he thirty five now? I think so. Yeah, he's getting yeah. kind of old. Yeah. So he got paid though. He got paid. He did, but I got a feeling he's a very competitive guy, and I got a feeling that maybe this will be something that he says, you know what, I'm going to go out here and just give it everything I got. I'm not going to play conservative. I'm not going to play scared. I'm not going to play this quote-unquote game manager position that I played for 15 years. I'm going to go out and I'm going to play just lights-out football. Well, he came out of his shell kind of in that 2017 season. He really did. Mahomes was behind him. And the one thing Andy Reid did that I think really saved his, his draft stock in value was when he didn't bench Alex Smith, like you see yeah. some coaches do. He yeah. allowed him to figure it out, and they went up going in the wild card game and fell up short. I yeah. honestly think that showed that Andrew Reid is going to have faith in you to the end, because yeah. the people they were calling for Mahomes, they were calling for Mahomes to start, but they turned it around and were able to figure it out. I know, and I I still agree with the decision that they made um, of letting Mahomes sit behind. Alex Smith for a year and learn the system, not only learn the system, but learn how to be an NFL humbled NFL player because he was already great and he already had the the mechanics to be great and I think that one year behind Alex Smith and Andy coaching him up was something that was crucial to his career do I think he still would have been the Mahomes of today? Yes I do but I think he would have been a year behind. Yeah, I agree. So I agree with you there. I don't even know if we would have that Super Bowl ring if he didn't sit that year. That's yeah, how far I go with it. I'm pretty sure Anion made him learn basic fundamentals that he didn't have at Texas Tech. Correct. And looking at those games, I mean, he was basically calling plays and I mean, doing what he could do. But, I mean, like, he was going against – it was basically a shooter every week. So he was basically just throwing the ball to whoever he could get it to. And you saw some of his plays – it was as you would some people would think is that's not football like <laughs> how yeah. are you gonna roll out and then throw throw that pass downfield so i mean but yeah man having that you're to sit behind and then learn from alex was very crucial that was huge and you know you hear a lot of people say well mahomes plays backyard football okay that's an old term you know everybody uses it 
backyard football where you just basically throw it up and you know the difference between backyard football and what Mahomes does is Mahomes actually has the IQ and the wherewithal to put the ball where he wants to put it backyard football you throw it up and hope to pr- hope and pray it doesn't get intercepted so like that's kind of how they always year. correct and that's kind of how they look at how Mahomes plays because he he does so many different things sidearm curveball you know off his back foot falling down you know uh, running over and getting a drink and still throwing a touchdown at the same <laughs> Basically. time all the crap that he does and it it it's not backyard football it's extremely intelligent football and extremely athletic football from an individual that I don't think anyone is ever going to see again or ever has seen in the past. Well, what's your favorite play from his career so far? Man, there is so many that I can say were just phenomenal, but I think that that Pat to this day when he rolled out out of the pocket, had nobody to throw to. I think he was on about the 20-yard line, 23-yard line, somewhere around there. Had no one to throw to, was running towards the sidelines and dropped that ball in Chris Conley's hands mm-hmm. in the end zone. That day was like the day that everything clicked in my head and I knew, I already knew before he was going to be good. I was skeptical and I'll still admit it, of putting him in that quickly, I thought they at that time I thought mm-hmm. they should have let Alex play out his one year contract, or the the last year on his contract, I should say. But when he made that pass, and I look, I watch it. Oh, I still watch it to this day. That was one of the most amazing plays I think I've ever seen <clears throat> in the NFL. I That's, agree, man. And it wasn't a ninety, you know, ninety yard bomb. It wasn't anything like that. It was just. The whole mechanics of that game, of that play, and everything that he did to score a touchdown was absolutely amazing to me. Oh, man, so, I agree. I think my favorite play of his career so far was the 4 for 9 game against the Ravens, his first time against them. I mean, Tyreek Kill was banged up. Ty- I mean, Mahomes had a very rough game. He had some good good plays. This is against Mahomes, uh, sorry, against. Jackson, the first time, I mean, it was four for nine. Mahomes rolls out, rolls out, goes to right, just guns it, throws it downfield. All of a sudden, it's perfect to right where Tyreek Hill was at. And Tyreek Hill catches that ball and runs like another 15 yards, and they get the first down. Couple plays later on, a fourth and three touchdown pass out of the backfield of Damian Williams. And what that showed me is with Mahomes, never give up on this team. It does not matter how much time is left, they have a shot. Yeah, that's the one thing about it with Mahomes. He, the guy, um, the guy, as long as you have him on the field, if we're down, if we're hurting, whatever it is, he proved it through three, basically three playoff games, if you want to consider the Super Bowl, that you, if you give him any time at all and let him loose, he is going to destroy you. Exactly. And he will score three or four touchdowns on you in a matter of six minutes. Yep. And he can easily do that. And that's what the scariest part about his game is that he is, you know, there's been a lot of guys that are the fourth, you know, the the, the comeback guys, you know, they came back in the you know, fourth quarter and won the game. They came back in the last three plays and won the game, you know, whatever you want to call it. But I don't know if anybody has ever done it as well as Mahomes. Because 
he's he hasn't had to do it very often, but when he does, he does it with style. That dude does it with swag. And if you don't see the talent that he has, you're blind. I mean, you're honest to God, you might as well just be Helen Keller because that man there is just phenomenal. Well, I think when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, he's a once in a generational talent that a lot of teams passed on and Brett Reach was able to find and take him 10 for all in the draft. They moved it was it 17 spots. And that just shows you, man, is look, they have they found this franchise quarterback. It's stupid to me that people passed on him because and I know a lot of what they said. Um is that because he never won a national championship? That doesn't matter. Did you look at his team? He was playing basically backyard football every week because he had no defense. Yeah. I mean, he was making stuff happen for that team. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what he did in college. He did his first year as a starter with the Chiefs. We had no defense, and we had zero defense. And he came out and won in fashion like a madman, had some of the best games the NFL's ever seen. And honestly, if we would have had this defense against on that Monday night game against the Rams, oh my, oh my, how that would have turned out. I, I we, the, That would have been a totally different game. Totally different game. Because Jared Goff is a system quarterback. He's struggling, and, man. He's yeah. struggling. I knew he would. I knew he would. You know why he's struggling? Because they don't have the weapons anymore. They don't have the weapons. And that's the difference between Mahomes and anyone else. He can take the guys that aren't Tyreek Hill, the guys that aren't Sammy Watkins, McCall Hardman, and make them better. And they will still catch the ball and score touchdowns and do the things that every other player does. They may not do it as well but they're still going to do it and he will find a way to win the game. Now we have a defense that complements that offense and a special teams that is lights out. You can't find a team right now. That's more well-rounded. You can't, there's not you another team. Out there. I mean, and I will just point back to this. I said earlier, Tyron Matthew Foycart coming to the chiefs was one of the best things that could ever happen. Oh, Without fail. Without and an underrated fail. move was Sammy Watkins getting him. Oh, I think so too. Everybody, when I posted that, everybody said I was nuts. And I said, why? He's a great player. He just had been in a bad system. And then everybody said we weren't going to get him, of course. Because um, I think I posted that like two weeks before it actually yeah, happened. Yeah, you did. You did. But um, when I found out about it, I was elated. I mean, I was so happy about that. And everybody said, why are you so excited about Sammy Watkins that we don't even have yet? And I said, well, you'll see he is going to sign, but you're going to see the difference from him oh, uh, from Buffalo to Kansas City. Yeah, and right. you've seen that difference. Yes, he does have injury issues. I mean, it is what it is. A lot of players do. But he's still, when he's on the field, he makes those crucial plays, those crucial catches, and he wins games for us. And that's just the way it is. So, and everybody still forgets he's still a four-three runner. You he's know, he's fast. He's fast. And they don't call us a legion of zoom for nothing. It's not just because of two; it's because of three. And now 
I mean, it could be actually everyone team, seems fast. Everybody seems fast on our team. Yeah, I mean, Damian Williams was running 21 miles an hour last year for that 90-yard touchdown, 91-yard touchdown. Remember, so, they said he wasn't good, and then he ran that 91-yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I know exactly. You know exactly what I'm talking about, too. They oh, said yeah. he wasn't good, and yep. look what he did. He balling. Yep. He balled yep. and helped us win that Super Bowl. Well, you know, it's it's always those that exact those days that say that um, that just seem to get trolled a lot delete, on Twitter. Delete, delete. <laughs> yep, and then delete, delete, delete. Always the greatest, you know. Um, no different than Brett Veach. I mean, I know an outlet that blasted him. Mm-hmm. He was the worst GM pick ever. He didn't know how to draft. He didn't know how to do this. And But yet, he drafted Patrick Mahomes. He was the one that found him. He was the one that found Tyreek Hill. He was the one that found Kareem Hunt. He was the one that brought in, Sam, you know, pushed for Sammy Watkins. All the things that everybody, or that one outlet, said he was bad for, he ended up being the greatest for. But all, the, all of those moves helped us win the Super Bowl. Exactly. Say, say all the moves. Say all the moves, and then I'm gonna go one by one with you and explain explain how they helped us. Just to make just Amy Watkins crucial in the playoffs. He was able to catch the dagger in the AC Championship game, and then helped us on that final drive to get that he burnt Richard Sherman. So I mean, right there was one prime example. If we didn't get him in that veteran presence, I don't think he could have. I don't think we would have had him in the Super Bowl to help us win. I don't think so either. Now, let's go back. Anthony Hitchens. Everybody complained about oh, Anthony Hitchens. Anthony Hitchens, Jesse's had his struggles, especially when we had uh, especially when we had Sutton. I think people are basing off of that still. But he is Hitman Hitchens. He is laying out hits that I've never seen before. Exactly. He's like a Derrick Johnson in a way. He's exactly. knocking players out. So, exactly. I mean, Anthony Hitchens is great. He is great. I mean... We know about Tyree Kill and his fantastic, unbelievable play. I mean, that was a great find by um, Feach in its own right. We know about Patrick Mahomes and his greatness. But then you got Byron Pringle. Dude, another great player. I mean, MJP and I were talking about this. Not last year, but the year before, he was hurt a hamstring injury. And the Chiefs stuffed them on their IR saying that he was hurt. His hamstring injury was worse than it was. That was smart because they knew he worked for us, the Chiefs, in the future. And exactly. look what he did. He came against the game against the Col- uh, against the Lions last year. Yeah. Massive play that helped us get into the five-yard line and allowed Darrell Williams to run that touchdown. And then look what he did last week. He was able to 102-yard kickoff return. He's down in punts. I mean, he's doing everything that they could ask for. He's an undrafted player at Kansas State. Exactly. Exactly. Um... You know, he brought in Mike Pinnell, veteran he, presence. He is able to help us on the line. He's yeah. a run stuffer. Yeah. I'm in the AFC championship game. He was one of the reasons that we were able to stop Derrick Henry. He helped us so much. He st- we held Derrick Henry to 69 yards in that game. 69 yards. We did. And I think and that was mainly because our offense just outscored them and they couldn't do anything with it anymore. They really couldn't. I'm yeah. convinced. Yeah. You can't so, run the ball like that. Exactly. So we got By- Byron Ping. We just talked about Byron. We just talked about Sammy. We just talked about Pinnell. We just talked about Anthony Hitchens, Rashad Breeland. Dude, I remember that 27 season, 17 season, he came to training camp. And we thought we were going to sign him. He didn't come. And I was really irritated, dude. Yeah. And to see him come, he came at the right time. We needed yep. him. He yep. came at the right place, right time. Now let's because- talk about two other ones. 
that are just, you love them, I love them, we all love them. But he brought these two guys in and got them under contract. Oh, let's talk about three. Let's just talk about three real quick. We got three defensive players that, oh, and we could actually throw in another one. But let's just talk about these three. We got Frank Clark. We got Tyron Matthew. And we signed Chris Jones and made him happy when the time was right. And everybody said 48 hours, 72 hours. He's going to sign in in a minute. He signed last (laughs) week. You know, all the big stories about what went on in 2018. But we did sign him to a long-term deal. So you've got three prolific players. Leaders leaders on defense alone that we needed okay so there's just three now we got of course Juan Thornhill there's another one second round pick man second round pick stud stud got injured come back plays like a stud now everybody blasted us for signing Dirty Dirty Dan when we did everybody liked him Now, that was a John Dorsey pick, per se, but he could have been cut last year or the year before, mainly the year before, because we could have tried to, I mean, we were stuck in a hardcore contract, and the way he was utilized wasn't allowing us to really, I guess I should say, have a step up in any kind of trade talks. Because he wasn't playing that well in 17. Now he has trade value. Now but why he has trade, trade value. Why but trade why him? Tra- He's exactly. a great safety we could use. Spag loves running three safeties. He's the safety that we could have running in the box. Exactly. He could teach players like Armani Watts, who should be getting some more playing time. I mean, there is just... I'm just happy, man. Just, if you just talk about the players we have, they were just able to find these talents. And that just shows you how great the coaching staff is. Well, I, that tells you how great the coaching staff is and how great Veach is at finding talent. The The team that we have right now, for the most part, was brought in by Veach. Yeah. You know, so for anyone to say, even a year ago or two years ago, that that was the most, the worst GM in football, didn't know what he was doing, Horrible picks, didn't know how to scout. All the things that these people said about him, you don't see him on Twitter now. Those have all been deleted. Well, I think people don't realize is that the reason why they're probably mad is they should have shifted that anger towards Sutton. Exactly. Those players that they brought in, I mean, they they were good, but Sutton just made them seem like they weren't great. So, I mean... And that's why I'm saying when we got Spags, I wasn't irritated. I thought they should have brought someone in like Rex Ryan. But understand why we brought in Spags because someone's not going to buck the system and someone who is going to help make this defense better. And that's what he was able to do. Turn the team around in one year. Turn that defense around. I mean, it was nice to finally see a stop. Sutton was having plays to where hike the ball, five receivers were open instantly. That's not how it should be. No, I one thing that he said that it really just honestly, I, I just never, never heard a, a defensive coordinator say this or even a head coach for that matter. Let's I don't care how he said, I don't care how many yards they have on the field as long as we keep them out of the end zone. The more yards they obtain over a period of time, whether the first year that may work for you, but it's not going to continue. 
Yeah. And people are going to, they're going to expose you for what you are. You can't three, run two schemes. Exactly. We were a three scheme defense that basically had, he had no control over and they were doing whatever they wanted to do on the Chris field. Chris Jones yeah, mainly did. And I don't blame him. Yeah. He balled out that year and he didn't make a Pro Bowl. Exactly. Because I remember um, I went to a Chris Jones signing. This was that offseason. I told him, you're going to be defensive player of the year one year soon. Because he had the talent and he would just ignore it. And look what he did in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, he just showed up. So, I mean, yeah. there's a lot they were going for him. I don't know. And then let's talk about one other player that he brought in. Well, two other players, really. We can we can talk about many. But, you know, he did bring in Sneed. You know, he drafted Sneed. Sneed, man. Sneed. He's good. And he's going to be one of the best in the league by far after this injury is over and you give him one more season in this league. He is insanely good already. And at one, you know, the first few games he was, I think he was, had more interceptions than anybody in, in, yeah, in, in, in that two position. Yeah, two and three games. Yeah. Two and three games. And then, of course, that injury happened. But you, everybody got has to look at what we have, not just from our starters now but what we have sitting on the back burner waiting to step up and can play just as well just as well Armani Watts can play just as well okay these guys are all Jody Forston he's going to be I think probably one of the better one of the better receivers in the league once he has that opportunity to play and I think that's coming next year. I think they're actually going to keep him on the roster. What about Dieter? And Dieter, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's hard to say with just him. in case. Yeah. It's nice to have him there, but it sucks to have him sitting on the practice squad when you know he's he can make a difference. And he can. Um, I think he's going to – I think he'll, he'll have his opportunity with us. He's not going to go anywhere. No. I don't think he's going anywhere. So I think he's going to have his opportunity with us come pretty soon. But we just have so much talent wrapped around this this team from the practice squad all the way to the starters that we don't have much to worry about. We really don't. I mean, if one goes down, we got another one that can step in and do the job and do it well. So, and hell, even Chad Henney. I mean, guy runs a touchdown in last week, and this week they didn't let him do a whole lot. But... He's still, yeah. you know, he's, I think he's, he's brought a lot of veteran presence to that quarterback locker room. He helps the players in all aspects of the game and he can still play the game yeah. in this offense. He can play the game. And let's not forget Matt Moore, the same veteran presence. He, they're having him on the practice squad for a reason. I believe he's, he's on exactly. the practice squad they for do. a reason case in case that, because he is, he balled out last year. He should have yeah. been two and those a starter. We know McCoy fumbled, and that cost us the chance to get the Packers. But against that game against the Vikings, man, he showed up and showed out. He did. He did. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just everybody just get prepared and be ready because we got supposedly we have the easier half of our schedule coming up. I don't I don't put any doubt in any team right now. I mean, yeah, do I think we're going to win out and go 15-1? and one? Yeah, I do. But... I'm not going to discredit any team we have to play right now. They're an NFL team. At the end they of the are. day, it doesn't matter if they're 0-8, 10-2.
They're an NFL team. Exactly. So we still have to play the Chargers again. We still have to play the Raiders again. Um, and those, you know, as we always talk about, divisional games are harder. So um, do I think we're going to make that same mistake that we made in that Raiders game? Oh, no. no. Like, Tyron's not going to have that. Tyron no. is not going to have that. He don't like no. the Raiders. <laughs> he might no, run around the field not. with a cheese flag when they, after they beat him up. But, oh, I mean, you never know. If he does that, I mean, that would be fantastic because, you know, of their victory lap around Arrowhead. I'd like to see Tyron and Frank Clark just do a victory lap with a cheese flag around the inside of Allegiant Stadium. That would be great. I mean, to me, but... Um, I, I, you know, it's, 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 to me, I think that was classless on, on the Raiders part it to was. do that. It right, is what it, that's their Super Bowl. They can have that's that. That's their Super Bowl. They, they beat, the beat the Browns. So. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, it is what it is. We had some different games in the NFL and we'll, we'll wrap it up after this. What did you think about New England? Man, today? camera struggling. Camera struggling. I don't know how he caught COVID. Um, but it's unfortunate. It really messed up the team's momentum. I thought the game in Kansas City, if he played, would have been a lot better. And he just doesn't have any weapons. He's dealing with the same stuff Brady had. Yeah. And he's actually just worse because he doesn't have Edelman now. Edelman's on IR. Oh, and that's then, right. He went to IR. I forgot yeah. about that. So, I mean, that just shows you, like, yes, Kansas is a great player, but one player cannot win you the game. No. They really can't. That quarterback cannot. Because he seems he's playing score. scared to me. What do you think? I don't know if he's playing scared. He's more hesitant because his job is on the line, I feel like, because they have Stidham right behind him. Stidham is right there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. that's what I think. Yeah, I didn't know if it was because of his injuries or if it was because of the fact that he hadn't played for a little while or what, but he seems to me he's just playing timid. And that wasn't Cam in 2016. That wasn't Cam in two thousand, you know, or two thousand seventeen. That wasn't Cam. I think it just boils down to the weapons. To be honest, you have to have yeah. weapons in order to be good. And yeah. That's one thing that they still continue to struggle with. Which is pretty amazing to me that they're hurting the way they are, given the fact that Belichick has always been so good at bringing weapons in for Brady, for that matter. Um, well, Brady's good. He's not. Well, I've said in the past he's assistant QB. He's not really assistant QB. He just had chemistry with those players, and after time, it just worked out for him. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to run three yard out, you know, and point, you know, like pretty soon the third out, I can throw it to the right pie line, and he's going to be there. It was basically stuff like that, I feel like. Did they win today? Who? Or they played the Bucks? Um, They play actually Monday night against the Giants, so they're probably going to win. Gonna, I well, like. hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> uh, that's another NFL team that. You know, might be due for a good win, and the, I wouldn't put it past the Giants to somehow win that game. Um, I just wouldn't. I don't know why, but I just oh no, man. I, I don't have know. a strange feeling about that game. But um, I would like to see what I would like to see is Brady go ahead and continue to play the way he is until he gets to us, and then we just. I'd like to see a 45-20 win. That'd be That's nice. what I'd like to see. That'd be uh, nice. I want to Best last their chemistry. Set them down yeah, to earth. <laughs> exactly. And I and like we did last year. And I and and, and or, or like actually I take that back. Like really the Ravens did to them last year because to, to New England, I should say, because I you know, like we said, me and you said it, wait till week nine. They when didn't week play nine comes, the first eight weeks, the, they did not. the schedule their schedule was front loaded and back loaded. Yep. So I mean that, that was the probably the easiest schedule 
16 game schedule. I don't know if I've seen an easier 16. And they game never got, and they still didn't get the first round by. <laughs> and they still didn't get the first round by. So, um, it is what it is, and 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 I, I think that Brady, they're all going to come down to their level of play pretty soon. Um, they've had a fairly easy schedule this year to a degree. I think Green Bay. Green Bay just kind of shit the bed, if you want to be honest. I mean, they just kind of did during that game. And uh, that's not a normal Aaron Rodgers game, but he does have those. He has those games where he just does nothing right. And that was just one of those games. He, just had a, he struggled horribly during that game. And it wasn't because the Bucks defense was that great. It was just Aaron Rodgers struggling, if you want to know the truth. I mean, it wasn't the fact that that D was just so much they better. Struggled. They struggled. They just struggled. They did. So, um, any other games you want to talk about? No, nah, man, I think that's about it. The, this we're halfway through the season. I think next week would be a good point, good good stopping point to know, kind of looking at the playoff picture. You still got some teams ahead of their vision, so it's gonna be interesting. I think the Chiefs will be the only team at the AFC West to make it to the playoffs, unless the Chargers or the Raiders can somehow pull it off. But otherwise, the Raiders are the. Closest, they're fighting for flat. They're all fighting for third, second, third, and four. So second, where, second, second, third. Where are the what's the Raiders' schedule or record now? <sighs> they just won. I think they're five hundred. So well, they were three. They were two and three. So now they're three and three. Is that three and three? Is that correct? I think so. I'm not for sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't think know. Either. They're pretty close or something like that. Yeah. So I think they're you know they're they're the only ones really close to be now Denver. What are they? What are they? They are below 500. They're below 500. <laughs> the, the Raiders, sorry, the Broncos and the Chargers are down. They're not having a good year. So yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be uh, strange with the Chargers. I mean, I knew I, I knew they were going to be kind of crappy just because I didn't I didn't know Her- Herbert actually is a good quarterback. Oh, he is. Um, he was worth a first round pick. Definitely. Um, it's just he doesn't have anything. I don't know what's going on. I mean, they seem. Well, I have a friend as a Chargers fan. He says it's Anthony Lynn all day long, which I really don't agree with. But they're having issues there. They got to figure them out. They do. So I don't know, man. Uh, It's going to be an interesting second half. We did play. We beat four playoff teams at the beginning of the season. Um, We did, and now we're coming into that point where we're going to. It looks like. Right now, I think the only real playoff contender that is out there is the Bucks and the Saints and the Saints. So those are the two teams that are, if you know, will solidify our season. We beat them, our season solidified, which I think we will. I don't think the Saints are as good as they were last year. They struggled this year in, in a lot of ways, and I don't think the Bucks are as good as they look right now. You're not lying. So. Um, a lot's going to, you know, come up pretty soon and we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks, but great overall win today. Um, it was expected, but never counted out It never counted the jets out for any reason. I never count any, any team out, but, um, with that being said, I don't know what else we got, man. Hey, man than- I- yeah, great I'll just, yeah, man, say, hey, it was a great game. Just thank the uh, uh, listeners for listening to one of another one of our shows. Keep it up. We were trying to get someone on. It's been a little difficult working with them, but we were going to have a special guest on soon. So yeah. just be on the lookout for that. Don't worry. They'll be coming it, soon. 
it's just scheduling right now for the people that we're trying to get on um and they're very busy people as well and it, it will happen can so. i give them a hint he can yes yeah. the nfl hall of famer he played with the chiefs and the Saints. Yeah. so just and put that Saints. up to imagination he Correct. might be on next week or so just get ready he might be and uh he's uh been on the show before and I've known the guy since 2004, and great guy if that gives you any more of a hint. But um, if you listen to past shows, but um, we also have one other player that um, is more recent that we're doing something with, and hopefully that will happen soon. It's more of a scheduling issue as well, and uh, everybody's going to love that show. So when it happens, you guys are going to be in hog heaven. Don't worry, we'll be giving you a week notice because there's a giveaway that comes with that one. Exactly. So, uh, with that being said, it's been a great game, great weekend. Everybody have a great week, and get ready for that Carolina game. I agree, man. Thank you, Chiefs Kingdom. All right, guys, have a good one. Be safe out there. Thank you. God bless.